Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is too short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. On the mix! We got a big broadcast to do here. Listener discretion is advised. Fair warning. Um, I'm not nice, and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything, because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. So I'm going to spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. You know what time it is. It's time for In The Mix With Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black? And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. Are my mics on? Are my mics on? Can you hear me? I don't think they can hear me, Tay, because I can't hear myself. Can somebody please tell me what's going on? I see the lights. Okay, now I see what's happening here. Thanks. You're in the mix with Trent. We're here. Okay, great. Why didn't somebody tell me that it was that it was on? <laughs> I can hear the playback too from the other room. Can somebody cut the playback off? Look, I know that we've only been back on air um, two weeks or whatever this is. Can y'all please get it together back there? Um, Omar is back in the studio. He's joined us today. He went out into the real world and discovered that um, working at uh, Trent the Artist, Inc. was was better. And uh, in a very uh, interesting Virgo fashion... He um, apologized because you know Virgos don't apologize. <laughs> Just refuse to do it. Um, and he's back on a temporary basis. He has to earn his keep again. Um, I had a very uh, fantastic weekend. Um, I hope you guys did too. Such a polar contrast from last week. I mean, the week started off so fucked up um, and just crazy. And, you know, uh, maybe I overreacted. I don't know. Maybe I I don't think I did, though. I think, um, you know, everything is in its own timing. Uh, Apparently, I pissed everybody off last week. Um, no, including my homegirl. I'm not going to call him out by name, but one of my home, my married homegirl who's cheating on her husband, who told me to talk exclusively about um, how women cheat and they, they always get away with it and they have no remorse. <laughs> she hit me up when I was driving on the freeway on Friday. She was like, yeah, I heard you talking about my show, talking about me on your show. And then just cackled. <laughs> And then my other homegirl um, from elementary school, she said, yeah, I heard when you was talking about me on your show. 
I mean nothing by it. It's all in love. Um, because these same people that I talk about, they always tell me that they appreciate my friendship. Um, and these things that I say on my show are oftentimes things that I say to people's faces. Um, or would not be afraid to say it. So I mean, it's all good. Like, come on, you know what kind of person I am. You know, how, look, come on. I got a lot of emails about um, women cheating. They all were inconsistent. Um, I didn't have to tell the truth about women cheating. Um, so yeah, it was very. I'll talk about my um, my Friday because I'm um, I'm really, really, really I'm grateful because. Um, the universe it shows up you know you can start the week off pretty shitty like i did um face all sorts of rejection um by the end of the week it wraps itself up and it just is a beautiful thing and i'm grateful to be in a space where i can see you know polar opposites the entire spectrum of life in a week's time um, and it truly is a mindset when you don't get bothered by things that you shouldn't be bothered about. They have nothing to do with you. I think I said something along the lines last week of um, you make up your mind like you're not going to let it bother you because when you walk away from people in situations that no longer serve you, there's a yin and a yang effect. There's a person that doesn't give a fuck and they're going on with their life. And there's a person that's mad about the decision and, and what happened. So I decided to be the person. I'm going to move on with my life. I've got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People come and they go. Um, and I've learned this and I've experienced this throughout my own trials of life. So it just doesn't get me down anymore. Um, I'm grateful that people show up and want to go to lunch. <laughs> and they pay for it, too. Shout out to my homegirl, Gabby, from college, who flew all the way from D.C. and then drove an hour up. Um, just Because that's what friends do. No, and it's no shade. It's just what it is. And I would rather um, focus and spend my time on people that want to spend their time with me. And there's not like this, you know, this shouldn't have to bag. And um, shout out to the Eritrean prince. We'll talk about him when I come back. <laughs> You're in the mix for Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand exclusively. You're so funny. Uh oh. I always have my own way of dealing with people. Tay, and there's never been a man or a woman yet, Ben, that I haven't been able to deal with. You're a mess. Good night. You're in the mix with Trent. Live streaming on BKT and Spotify on demand. You're listening In the mix with Trent. On, on demand. I appreciate the fact that you are um, on it like you need to be. You are in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio uh, and Spotify On Demand exclusively. Thank you so much for listening. Um, very, very great, grateful today. Um, grateful in general. Grateful for the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows of life because that's what life is. It's never, you, you can't be too happy and too comfortable too long. <laughs> Black people know that. You mind your business, you just at home chilling, driving down the street. Next thing you know, some bullshit just comes up. You gotta swerve some shit up. You know, anything, right? 
And you can never tell people when you're really happy because when you get too happy, motherfuckers do. Oh, look at this nigga. <laughs> Misery loves company. I'm telling you, man. And even if you try to bring some positivity into a miserable situation, niggas get mad at that. The fuck this nigga always saying some old positive shit for? Don't nobody want to hear. I mean, well, what do you want to hear? That the reason why you're in the situation is because of your own subconscious thoughts and it's something that you created. You don't want to hear that either because, see, that's the truth. And see, then when I get to speaking about the truth, then you want to get mad at that. So what you want me to do? I don't know. Because... Like Michelle Obama, when bitches go low, we go high. In this situation, sometimes you got to go lower. But when it's just a bunch of negative, toxic energy with people who can't see a way out, I've been there too, so I can't really. But like anything else that I go through, I've always made up my mind that I'm going to make it out and I'm going to be fine. And people have to start doing that. They have to start taking responsibility for the things that take place in their life, me included. And I said last week, you know, I can't show up to the Spotify studios, you know, too high out of my mind because then I can't, you know, focus and perform and do what I need to do. I have to start showing up different. And I said that and showing up different looks a lot of various ways for people. Doesn't look the same for everybody, but there's one common thread and it's cutting out distractions. And when you're around people that aren't genuinely happy from you and taking more than they're giving and gaslighting and doing all these things, it does have a negative effect on the way that you show up in other areas of your life. I can be bad by myself. And this morning, a friend of mine needed some help. Call me at 630 in the morning. Child was ready to cuss everybody out. And... You know, something was happening last night in my dream. And I'll tell you about it because um, I feel like I have an enlightened audience. <laughs> you know, things in the world, we, we're looking around and we see it. Every, you know, things are different. Shit is changing all the way around. And what I'm getting ready to say to you might not be a popular idea, right? You might not get it. But it will, you, 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 it'll eventually manifest and you'll see what I was like. God damn it, that fucking trend again. <laughs> there he goes again. You're about to start seeing things with the naked eye right in front of you in your life when you walk and doing shit that you've never fucking seen before. And you're already seeing it, the early beginning stages of it. And you've been knowing people five, six, seven, fifty, eleven years. <laughs> And they just start acting fucking brand new, different, doing shit they ain't never fucking did before, saying shit they and just off kilter. It's like yeah, this nigga ain't right. Something's up. Well, something is up with that nigga. He is not right. You are correct in that. And it's not like, you know, this is some. You are a completely different person than what you was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. You ain't the same person. So people are starting to change first and then everything else will start to shift and I'll leave it there. But anyway, just know that the world in which we live, it's not the same place that we used to be. And we, and we know that just by the things that are changing, but the veil, um, 
between heaven and earth and hell. It's 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 thinner than it's ever been. So we're gonna really start seeing some dramatic shit happen. Roe versus Wade, a fifty year precedent. That that was some dramatic shit. And if you don't, if you're not seeing what's going on around you, I'm kind of nervous for you. And see, again, black people have already known you can't get too comfortable. And you can't get wrapped up in all these labels and all this other bullshit because, see, just know that shit is changing and pay attention to what is going on around you. That's all I'm saying. People are not the same people anymore. And you can see it. You, you know who's the same and who's not. I have been the same crazy fucker talking shit forever. <laughs> Consistent. Right? You know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of people you just don't fuck with them anymore because they ain't, they ain't the same. They ain't right. Something is up with them. Just like Joe Biden. Uh, not Joe Biden. Hunter. <laughs> Hunter and his crack. You know, I, first of all, I love crack stories. And I was thinking about this this morning <laughs> because over the weekend, um, I posted a picture of Hunter Biden, a washed out white man in his 50s. <laughs> and I know people on my Instagram are like, what the fuck? Who is this white man? And you, and you know, the first thing that they're going to, oh, he probably fucking this white man. This is probably his new boyfriend. Because, you know, uh, black gay people, they eventually start fucking white gay men. I don't... Try, look, I'm not. I'm too much of a hood motherfucker for that. No. And who said I was gay anyway? I never said that. Although I was out on an intimate encounter with a man over the weekend, I... No, homos, the homosexual activity did not occur, for the record. I said an, an intimate outfit. It's a difference. And can we please talk about black men and intimacy and um, the lack thereof? Like, seriously, I'm writing a, um, a book. Um, I like to call it a pamphlet. I haven't talked about this out loud before. It's a pamphlet because it's like I only have like 40 pages and it's not going to be that many pages. And, I, and I'll tell you what it's about later if I, if I get into it. Because, you know, I don't like talking about what I'm doing. I just like to do it and just pop up with it. Boom. You know? So I'm writing this prolonged thesis and it will examine um, why, just go there with me, why black men are emotionally unavailable and the reason why we can only emote aggression and how that shows up in all facets of life. And I'll just stick a pen that we'll come back to that later. But, um, I, it's something that I talked to uh, my friend, my Capricorn friend, who's also a therapist. All my Capricorn friends are therapists. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but it's it's the going it's the going trip. Every Capricorn I know is a therapist. Like, what is that about? And I love talking to them about my problems, um, especially my because I just like to make sure that I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? If I'm reaching, if I'm overreacting, I, I need to know. Self-awareness is crucial, it's critical, right? Um, so I talked to him about that briefly, and he was like, oh, you're right on with this. He was like, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. <laughs> I can't wait to finally sit down and finish it and, and present it to the world because I think it's a 
discussion that needs to be had. And it's a going theme because I've been saying, you know, all of my girlfriends, they, you know, come to me um, as the not only their platonic friend, their male friend um, who keeps it real. But when they date guys, you know, it's something that comes up why their partners are emotionally unavailable. And I give them the same thing all the time. And if you're going to date, and this is not all black men because all black men don't have this experience, but one of the common threads is the inability to express emotion when appropriate. And there's a reason for that. And I've talked about it on my show thousands of times. And the sole primary reason is that at three years old, we're taught not to cry and to suck it up and to be a man and to hold in any emotion that goes along with feeling anything we can be angry but we can't be sad we can't be too happy either we got to keep that tucked in so at four years old we are taught these things and we go through life like this and there's we we learn there is no safe space to be vulnerable because we can't and then we get in relationships and then y'all women or whoever you're dating expect for us to show up and cry with you and it's (laughs) it's not gonna happen like that because the emotional vulnerability of a man is so far tucked in his nutsack it it takes more than a little sexual licking to bring it out it's like literally opening up a present on christmas day you've got to undo the bow you've got to be delicate with the wrapping paper because the wrapping paper is metallic and you probably want to use it again so it's delicate it's almost like cutting an onion and peeling back the layers. Like there's shit that you've got to go through to get to it. And you can't just expect it to happen overnight. It's not a flip that you can just switch on and off because men are not women in that fashion. Girls can switch that shit on and off like a heartbeat. Just like they could, you know, cheat and blame the man for it and get away with it. But that's a whole different topic. I wanted to talk about Hunter Biden's crack. And here we are in some other thing and I'm being wrapped up for a break. This is fantastic. You're in the mix for Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify. Thanks for listening. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on demand. You are back in the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to say this again. I'm extremely grateful um, to be here at work today um, and to be alive and to, to feel great. Today is a good day. Um, I wasn't too tired today. My energy wasn't too bad. Did I eat today? I don't even remember if I ate anything. Maybe that's why I have energy. I have to really think about that. I think I had, oh yeah, I had something. I had a slice of cheese pizza, which was fine. Um, I'm getting comfortable with the fact that I am battling a disease. And um, one of the new things is that I've, and the funny thing is I've been sick for a while and I just didn't know um, what it was. I just attributed it to me smoking weed and just going to sleep. <laughs> being tired. Um, but not knowing, um, when I got my diagnosis, you know, shortly after my 40th birthday about my kidneys, um, one of the things, um, one with kidney disease is that you're always tired or always needing to sleep 
just depending, you know, on what your diet is, because what's happening is that if you're eating a lot of salt or potassium, in my case, I love French fries, love salt, all the potassium, right? Um, your body can't filter out all that stuff. So what happens is your body has to, you know, shut down and you have to go to sleep because it's, it's overworking itself from trying to filter out all the toxins in your body. Um, so now that I'm aware, it's like, I have to be very conscious about what I eat during the day, how I eat it, when I eat it so I can have enough energy, um, to just be regular. Um, so it's, it's a conscious thing and, you know, it's just one more thing that I have to worry about. You know, I'm not the only one going through it. It could be far worse. And I'm just glad that it's not, I'm grateful. Right. Um, but I was just thinking a lot of the times as people, we have such a hard time putting ourselves first and making decisions that are beneficial to ourselves first. And when I say that, I think I speak for people that are listening. Um, we're the ones in our family that are the responsible ones. Everything tends to fall on us because we are the rocks. We can deal with a lot of stuff. Um, but in being the responsible person and the one that everybody comes to and it's cool, um, no one looks out for you. So the responsibility eventually falls um, on us. And I'm just glad that I have the wherewithal um, to be in tune with my own body when something's off. Um, but also strong enough and wise enough to make difficult decisions that other people might not really be comfortable with. That's hard to do. One of my good friends called me at 630 this morning. 630. And I was rattled. And I was like, you know what? It's Monday. I've got to be up at the studio in two hours. And I've got to show up and be ready. That's that's the only thing I can think about. I was like, do not let this rattle you. Unfortunately, you're going to have to say no. Don't blow up. You know, maintain all these things. Right. Because I know that I've got to show up and I've got to do screen and camera tests today. Right. All that. And what happens? I show up to the studio two hours late. The president of the division is on set today. Freaking out. Where's Trent? Where is he at? He's supposed to be, you know. And I'm at home in the shower. Because I couldn't get my sleep. Because now there's a kid involved. And I'm thinking about all these things. Because typically I would have said, yeah. I'm Whatever I'm on, I've got it. But because I've got a contract that I've got to fulfill and I've got to show up for myself because it's a demand now. I look, fuck everybody else and what they're going through and uh, fuck the fa fuck the family. All that. <laughs> and it's you know, no shade like I'm and, I'm and I can't be nasty and I'll call my girl back and I was like, "Look, I didn't mean to be nasty or anything, but I had to go I look, I had to show up to the studio." Because I've been working my whole life for this. And now I have to show up. The responsibility falls on me. I've got to show up like I've been showing up for every fucking body else. <laughs> and it's not anybody else's responsibility but my own. But you've got to make these tough decisions. Like, no, I can't help you. 
or no, I've got to delete your number and stop being your friend because you get pissed off or whatever over a simple fucking thing. Like, I, I, we can't even go to lunch. And from that, I started off my week last week fucked up with people. And I was like, mm, I'm not doing that this week. This is going to be a great week. <laughs> and I had to turn it around and talk to the president and, you know, do all these things to ensure that because I could have easily got my contract cut today for that shit that, that, that happened all because I got a 630 phone call. So guess what? I've got to go back to shut my phones off. I've got to go, you know, making sure that I'm not out um, with the Eritrean prints all fucking night, <laughs> which is a great time. We'll talk about that. And you know, just trying to get my social battery filled and balanced because I have to show up different. I've got to show up different. And it's difficult to make hard decisions when you are such a humanitarian and, and so many people have made tough decisions and done tough things that they did they for you to make sure that i am in like me getting here a lot of people made the decisions and did things that they sometimes didn't even have the means to do to make sure that i was cool and it brought me here so i have to recognize these things but it's a fine line you've also got to say no because if you can't be of service to yourself and if you're not willing yourself you can't be of service to anybody else. You can't pick up your mother. You can't pick up the kids from school. You can't do all the stuff that you feel like you're obligated to do. You got to be of service to yourself. It's just like on the airplane. I say, I give this example all the time. Put your mask on first. Cover your nose before you help the kids and anybody else. Get your shit straight first. And that's what every, that's kind of what's going on right now in the world. Everybody's got stuff to do and stuff to focus on. No one should be focused on what nobody else is doing this week <laughs> or right now for that matter. Because ultimately, everybody has to make a tough decision about what they're going to do. Everybody's got tough decisions right now. And if you don't make the tough decision, guess what? You're just walking on a hamster wheel. And you're cycling going through the same thing day in and day out when i was talking to my friend over the weekend in my mock therapy session <laughs> i said to him at my 40th birthday a few months ago i made a point and i stood by the point i already know what the first half of my life looked like it was full of chaos and drama <laughs> family bullshit fuck the family you know <laughs> And I don't want the next half of my life or whatever time I have left to look crazy and chaotic. So that means I've got to make some tough choices. And I can't entertain the chaos. I can't have internal chaos. I can't be having chaotic thoughts. Because whatever I think and say is what is going to happen. People don't understand that whatever you think, whatever you focus your time, you manifest the life that you want to live. The reason why I've got a show is because I've manifested into an existence. You can ask any of my clothes. They'll tell you the story one day. I didn't talk about having a station and all the two years before it happened. It happened. Same thing with my TV show. Called it up into an existence. Right. I've been driving through View Park, right? 
I don't know how I'm going to buy a house but this is where I want to live, right? <laughs> Same thing with the Range Rover. All of it. I called all of it into an existence. So, I don't want my shit looking chaotic and fucked up. There's a certain life that I want to lead. There's certain things that I want to do. And the only way that I'm going to get there is being of service to myself first. And that means making some tough decisions. Yeah! Rhythm is for Trent. Thanks so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. I'll be back right after this. You're listening to In The Mix with Trent. Put on demand. Did we ever get back to um, Hunter Biden and his crack stories? <laughs> You're in the mix with Trent. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we never talked about that. I am completely fascinated with crack. Um, not that I'm interested in smoking crack, doing crack, or anything of the sort. It's just... I'm I'm always curious as to as to why people do it. Um of all the drugs. All right. Okay. Okay. I knew go it. Okay, go. I'm going with you. You put in your marijuana, you lace it, you roll it up, and you smoke it and your weed. It's just another form. We've got to get that button out of here because you are you I don't even know what to do with you anymore. Exactly. So, as you know, I've talked about this before. Hunter Biden, he had this laptop, and on the laptop was um, all sorts of um, crack videos. He's getting high with hookers, um, having sex with hookers on tape. He's filming himself smoke um, crack and get high. Um, yeah, and he left his um, thing in a, in, a, in a shop or whatever, and he never went back to go pick it up and didn't pay for it. And. <laughs> You know, all, all this stuff. So he's got his ID on there, his passport, you know, um, messages with, with him asking for $50,000 and just all this mess. And then he had a, um, what I like to call a haiku. <laughs> I talked about the haiku a little bit, but now I have the actual copy of the haiku. I would like to read it <clears throat> in a dramatic interpretation. It is called A Mystery. To myself <laughs> subtitled a really serious tragic dramatic comedy <laughs> in the span of eight years my father is elected vice president of the united states i lose the entirety of my business i find a new way of doing business and replace most of my income i relapse after seven years of sobriety I go back to rehab. The Secret Service follow me. <laughs> and a mystery to myself. You know what, Hunter? It sounds like the day in the life of a normal black person to me. You're a dummy, bitch. You will never know shit. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody need you. I mean, Hunter, this is this is great material, and I'm fascinated by it. Um, you always have a friend in me. I love crackheads. I welcome crackheads. I don't want to um, smoke crack with you. Okay. Um, and the reason why is because my father smoked enough crack for me to never, to <laughs> never want it. Right? Because it's like, why? Why are you doing this? I mean, we is is weed not enough? And I get it. The pain, the things that you go through, because that's why most people do drugs in the first place, um, trying to repair 
um, emotional turmoil and pain that they were, they were enduring that they went through. So I completely get it. Um, however, um, a relapse after seven years of sobriety is heavy. The secret service following you is, is pretty heavy. We don't know what that's like. Um, a problem that I would want to have, not really. I mean, somebody constantly spying. I mean, how do you suck a dick with the secret service outside the damn door? I mean, but this is also the question. Like, how was he getting hookers and crack with the secret service telling him everywhere he was going? Like, I, need, I have questions. Like, can somebody tell me what, how is this? Enough of that. Now I see why the white folks down to the studio don't want to talk about Hunter Biden and his shit. It gets exhausting after a while. Shout out to my homegirl, Gabby. She doesn't listen to the show all the time. I mean, but so many people, I never know who's listening. I don't know. Um, So I really, really appreciate things because um, I like to believe I'm a pretty just boring guy. I just like to have lunches and brunches with my friends. And that's it. It's It's very simple. Um, so when she called and said that she was in town secretly and she wanted to see me and have lunch, you know, that was right up my alley because I said to myself last week, I was like, I'm not going to be, um, taken off kilter by these people who don't want to have lunch with me. I'm like, I'm not that bad of a person. Like people want to hang out with me. (laughs) It's fun. I mean, you're going for a lunch, eat whatever you want. I'm going to laugh you up, chat you up, make you laugh for a couple hours. And then I want you to get the fuck out my goddamn face and go back to where the fuck you came from. (laughs) I mean, kind of selfish, right? But I mean, who's really benefiting here? Your fool and your serotonin and your dopamine levels have been boosted for two hours. Meanwhile, my fucking social battery needs charging. Who's zooming who? (laughs) But also, when you don't have motives, you can move on with your life and you can sleep well at night and you can clear the energy and welcome the energy that's supposed to come in. As the Eritrean prince um, so eloquently stated on Friday night when he whispered in my ear when we were standing at the corner to cross the street to go back to the car (laughs) and I felt an erect penis on my thigh. And I was like, what is that? He said, you turn me on. I said, oh my God. He said, Are you, he said, I don't mean to be offensive. I was like, no, I like it. I like it. I, I, I like the fact that you, I turn you on. Even if it doesn't go anywhere, the fact that you can properly articulate it is great. And this is not some like gay agenda. We ain't got to be boyfriends. But it's, it's nice to be liked. And it's nice to be kissed in the mouth too when you least expect it. I really appreciate people who know what they want and don't mind having a lunch. And I'm also grateful that, you know, go there with me real quick. This is the last time I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to dead it. The universe will show you very quickly and very rapidly how to proceed 
But you have to make up your mind not to wallow and stuff because if you're going to wallow and be mad that no one wants to hang out with you and you're fucking crying, guess what? You're just pouring into that fucking energy. You're just giving it more. You're letting it fester and you're making it grow and it's going to show up in your life. I immediately shot. I'm like, oh, you don't want to. Somebody wants to have lunch with me. Trust and believe. <laughs> and two motherfuckers came about the cut and paid for it. Three motherfucking times. I love it. You're in the mix with Trent. Shout out to my homegirl, um, Joella, listening in the Dolce & Gabbana store. Love it. Um, what did I want? That threw me off. Anyway, who's in DNG? You're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio on Spotify on demand. I'll be back in a second. You're listening. In the mix with Trent on on demand. You are back in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I need to. um, You know, contrary to popular belief, um, people think that I'd be like mad at them forever. Uh, I'm not mad at anybody. I don't hate anybody. I um, I'm very much just honest about who people are. Uh, and I know that people are not used to hearing things about themselves that they have um, yet to come to terms with. So yeah, I get it all that. I see people for who they are and, and, and what they are, and I can't be mad at people for being themselves. I just have to choose if I'm going to deal with it or not or how I'm going to let it affect me. Uh, I was having a conversation with my mother over the weekend. Fuck the family! Of course. <laughs> um, and, you know... Families have a lot of trauma within them. And within the black family, we oftentimes don't speak about um, all the traumatic things that go on. Right. But um, I like to bring them up. <laughs> and it's not always a comfortable topic. Uh, it's not always a welcome um, topic. Um, but I do it anyway for my own for my own good because I can't walk around and continue to be unhappy in any um, facet of my life. And when we were talking, I was speaking about her siblings and my mother's, you know, second to the youngest out of nine. And she got a bad deal, right? Things that happened to her as an older sibling, the, the oldest sibling, I have a sister that I don't talk, a brother and a sister I don't talk about, my father's children, um, his other children, and then, you know, my sister that I grew up, you know, help raising. Either way, I have three younger siblings, and as the oldest, there is a certain protocol that you um, abide by. And one of those things is you shield your younger siblings from, you know, the shit that tends to ensue um, within families that they don't need to be a part of. I have done that for my sister all her fucking life. Everybody knows it, right? 
Um, but my sister, my mother, excuse me, did not get that same treatment from her older siblings in a way that they've all um, fucked her over in, in a way. And she's very, I, I, I've been hearing about it my whole life. <laughs> um, but I say all that to say it's very important to, you know, realize and accept who people are when they're displaying it and showing it to you no matter how much you want them to change or be different and no matter how much you like them you have to come to a point where you can't continue to be disrespected um because it's to your own detriment and it shows up in other areas of your life you think that it's okay for that type of treatment you show up to work and you get disrespected by your boss and the short end of the stick on vacation or whatever the situation you get in romantic relationships and get disrespected it's all things that you learn from your family first and if you did not have a positive and constructive example you're going to keep repeating it until you break it and make a new one And I had to say that to my mother this weekend, and I had to bring a couple of things to her attention about her older sisters. One in particular, who's always fucking emotionally terrorizing somebody. <laughs> and has been since 78. And the thing is, people are either going to change or they're going to keep putting up the same, doing the same bullshit. And people know what the fuck they're doing. So you really just have to not fucking cut people slack when people are just simply being themselves and it's affecting you in a negative way. Like, I don't I, I had to really come from a place of not um, being angry at people in my family because I understand that they're all um, healing. We're all healing um, from traumatic events. However, I don't have to deal with them because I already know what dealing with them is like especially when they haven't done the work to change or even make an acknowledgement um, of their own character flaws that interrupt everybody else's life. It's a conscious choice. Again, putting yourself first and making a difficult decision to go against the grain and live a happy and productive life without all the bullshit. It's a very, very hard thing to do. But I had to learn that's who they are as people. And let go of the anger and the resentment and my hatred and my disdain towards them. And I had to do it in silence. I couldn't even address the people and say, this is what you None of that. I just had to come to terms with it on my own. And I've talked about it extensively, um, you know, throughout my podcast. Right. But I can't hold resentment. I just have to keep moving forward and keep moving on because I have to leave space open for the people that actually want to be in my life and show up and make it easier. Seriously. It's a hard thing, especially with family. It's a hard thing to do, but we do it day in and day out. And the way that the world is moving, stop playing against your own self and to your own fucking detriment and switch up some boundaries. You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. You're listening in the mix with Trent on on demand. Tay, you almost caught me slipping. I almost missed my cue there. (laughs) 
You're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Thanks for listening. And just like that, we're at the end of the show. I don't know how you cut corners sometimes, but you're a magician. Thank you so much because I've got to run into the back room um, with a meeting with those people. I think I kept the show clean enough today. You know, over the weekend, um, what's the name of that show? It's about that black girl with a podcast in New York. Um, damn, what? Now I got to go on Instagram and look at it. I told my attorney to watch it, but I also told her that it wasn't memorable. I mean, it's an okay show, and, you know, I'm not, I'm very careful in particular about how i critique other people's shows because um i have a show as well <laughs> although it's not a film or a tv show it is a very much a season one oh well sorry <laughs> told you to be on instagram oh yes it's called everything is trash um it's about um a woman phoebe um and uh she lives in new york and she has a podcast and very similar to mine <laughs> talks a lot of trash gets her into a lot of trouble she's also a hoochie um she got caught coming outside of some dude's apartment i won't give out the whole storyline but tm they tmz her and then she went on live and her titty came out you know very much something that would happen to trent jackson so um it streams on hulu and freeform i'm gonna give it another go uh i mean it's not totally bad but it's also like you watch it to um, know what not to do on your own show. Um, and I relate to it because the hustle with sponsorships and, you know, all these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's on, on Hulu. What's the name of it again? See, I forgot that quick. That quick. Because it's not memorable. Even the name, it's it's not it's called everything is trash. I'm not remembering that. Even though everything is trash, I'm not remember. <laughs> You'd have to put it on a post-it. And it comes on. Th- I mean, it's it's not like I want to give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? Everything is trash. even though it is but you have to keep an open positive optimistic mind because if you um think everything is trash then it will be (laughs) you know you are really um the way that the world is moving and i talked about this at the beginning of the show that the veil between the worlds heaven and hell is thin (laughs) and basically what that means is is that manifesting um and saying what you want and speaking it it's coming faster and quicker and stronger um, that most people realize um, just as other people's karma is coming quickly and more quickly than they realize you can do some fucked up shit to somebody um, tonight and then by the time you wake up in the morning um, you're it's already done so you really got to be careful and be nice to people because people are really going through stuff people are dying people are ran out of money they PPP loans. <laughs> no, but seriously, people are really going through shit. And everybody's ready to pop or explode for whatever reason. 
everybody's got a reason so just be kind and be nice um and if you don't have anything nice to say keep it to yourself (laughs) and if you say something nice and the person's not receptive move on no need to be mad people don't want to have lunch move on find somebody that want to have lunch with you people are still going to invite you to parties keep being yourself and just do the right thing and be honest without motive and you'll always be covered right it's just the way it goes and you'll always be blessed work hard put yourself first and just don't let anybody treat you crazy and, and stand up for who you are and stand up for what you believe in you've been in the mix with trent thank you so much for listening let's do this again on wednesday 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern thanks for listening you're listening in the mix with trent on on demand